dad, dad, daddy, dad, 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 dad. What? Isn't it time for your podcast? Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Cheap Seats Podcast. Welcome in, everybody. I'm the big man, he's the juice, and this is the Cheap Seat Podcast. Hey, turn that shit back up. Alright, man, let's get into it. Uh, Time to get the show started. Uh, What's going on, buddy? How's your week been going, man? Oh, it's been alright, I reckon. Uh, I've come to terms with Cowboys Suck. I've... I think I've told you. I think was it you I texted last night? And said, oh yeah, yeah. I'm drunk. The Cowboys suck. Yeah, that that was me, buddy. Yeah, I figured it was. Usually that's I got that's it this my morning. Uh, you ain't shout out this week, bud. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I, let me see. I had a comment on Facebook. On I shared one of my TikToks. Uh, bluegrass beard at bluegrass beard. If you want to go follow that. Uh, that's just my personal one, but, uh, I shared one of my TikToks and I got a, uh, Facebook comment, uh, from, we'll call her Donuts Mom. Uh, that's another TikTok and I know you know who I'm talking about, uh, with Donut. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, so Donuts Mom... I thought you were talking to the listeners. Well, I mean, I was, but I was talking to you, too. Okay, yeah. I don't ever yeah. know if anybody even listens to this show, eh. so I, I'm kind of really talking to you and all this. We but, got a few. But, uh, yeah, so Donuts Mom comments on it and says that she has listened to a couple episodes, and that she kind of liked the informative and kind of throwing in the comedic relief and a little bit of entertainment, so... Right. I'd like to shout her out if she actually listens to this one. She knows who she is. And uh, I'd like to shout out Fatty from Illegal Ham to the Face. Uh, the playoffs start in the Vampire League this week. And, and guess who your boy drew? Oh, yeah. I've I seen that. You got uh, the vamp, Fatty. Yeah, yeah I, drew, I drew the vamp, and I'm coming for you whiskey, buddy. So just kind of shout him out a little bit. All right, yeah, I did. Unfortunately, I didn't make the playoffs in that league. Uh, there at the end, I started to go on a little run, and then I uh, ran into uh, Fatty at the end, and he uh, pretty much crushed me. Uh, and put you so, back down. Yeah, so I'm I'm out of the playoffs. Uh, it happens sometimes. This vampire concept. This is a that's an interesting concept. I kind of want to talk about this a little bit. Okay. Uh, this is once he got that first win, which like so he he started hot with the rookie receivers, right? Uh, Jeff Jeff Justin Jefferson, yeah, Justin Jefferson. That's hard. And I think he had Ross, uh, and he had Robert Lamb. Anderson too. Uh, yeah, he, was, and he right you said CD Lamb he had as yeah. well. So uh, he, he started out really hot with those three receivers and kind of filling in with running backs that went down after. Uh, McCaffrey went down yeah. and and Chubb went down. He well, no, he didn't fill in with Hunt. Who else went down? Um, I can't. Barkley. Uh, yeah, Barkley went. So in. he filled in with Barkley and 
McCaffrey's backups and got him a couple wins, and then it kind of turned into yeah, a that, juggernaut that with right. him. Like, um, and, and he had uh, he had James Robinson. Just imagine if he would have kept Robinson. Oh, I know, right? He released him, and uh, I believe uh, I believe Lauren picked him up, and he's been pretty much like a top five back. I'm gonna say, yeah, I've got him. I, it might be the Gurus League that I've got him in. Yeah, he's been tough. Uh, all right, uh, but yeah, once it once you get that first win as the van, yeah, like, he, it's you. It's actually you can string them together I, there a little bit. I was surprised how well he's doing. He's what like I think he finished eight and five so far. Um, but like you said, once he got that first win, yeah, kind of like a snowball effect. Uh, I think I was the one that gave him the first win. As a matter of fact, I think you were. I think uh, you were the first. Victim. Josh Jacobs. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, so you're welcome, buddy. But uh, yeah, that kind of—I don't know. This band league's a little different, and it's—it's it's, uh, I like it though. Yeah, it's—it's it's been an interesting kind of turn of events for me, at least. Like, there's a few changes, like small changes. I'd—I'd I'd like to see, but nothing major. I—I uh, I liked it. Yeah, no, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, now I'm gonna keep on play, even though I'm in the losers bracket. I'll keep on uh, playing. Yeah, I think you should. I think I think anybody like in the losers bracket, maybe like you know, let waivers clear. Like right. that's kind of etiquette. Like let waivers clear for the guys that are still battling for that championship, yeah. and then it's free picking after think, that. Yeah, like, right. All right. Anyways, you got any shout outs? Um. I just wanted to tell him I was coming for his whiskey. I just want to shout out all those uh, guys in the leagues we're in who made the playoffs. I I actually did make uh, one league playoff. Uh, I'm the number two seed, I think. Uh, so uh, I'm not, I'm cool with that. The other leagues I'm in, I'm I'm out, but I'm I'm still going to keep on playing. So good luck to those guys that are still in it. Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I got. I ended up actually. I started off really rough. We kind of talked about how we were both having rough seasons, right? Yeah. Uh, but let's see, I ended up in the Guru League. I'm the number one seed. That's your league, right? My league, I can't even get into, and I'm in the playoffs. So I might have to contact ESPN and see if I can't figure out how to get into it, uh, because I'm the league manager in right. there. So I might have to figure that one out. And then the Vamp League, I think I'm the four seed in it but i've had to rattle yeah, off like six yeah. straight wins you, to get you back were, like you were below 500 uh for a long time for a little while yeah and then yeah, yeah I, I think i'm on a six game win streak in it so right I, hopefully I Vamp don't Hope, break that yeah yeah hopefully uh i hate winning streaks like that at the long winning i know because you're terrified of you know, losing it like you know it's gonna happen eventually all right <gasps> uh let's get into news time News, news time. All right. Uh, the uh, college football playoffs top six holds uh, steady with the uh, top six. You got Alabama number one, Notre Dame two, Clemson, I mean, Ohio State. No, I'm sorry, Clemson three, Ohio State four. Uh, five was A&M and six was Florida. Uh, yeah, until some of these guys lose, that's not. I don't yeah, think it's changing. But it's been kind of a bummer for me uh, because Michigan uh, canceled the game against yeah. the Buckeyes. I mean, uh, that was going to cause the Buckeyes not to be able to play in the uh, Big Ten championship because they uh, didn't have the six-win threshold. Uh, 
but apparently the uh, Big Ten took a vote, and now they're going to allow Ohio State to play against Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship at five wins. Uh, so they still have a shot at uh, making the college football playoffs. they got to get the win. I'd, I'd like to see uh, Florida lose against uh, Alabama. That way we, we definitely know that we would – uh, get in right as long as we take care of business against uh, Northwestern. So I was a little pissed off. I'm still a little pissy because I mean I love the Ohio State Michigan rivalry. I, I love watching those games. Normally they're really close games. It hasn't been the last few years. We've uh, kicked the shit out of them. Uh, but uh, I still wanted to see that game. Right. I, it's a fest of time. It's it's awesome. Uh, Michigan and John Harbaugh are going to discuss uh, the future with them after the season. Do you think he's uh, done in Michigan? Yeah, that means Harbaugh's gone. You think? Yeah. All right. I think they're. I think they're going to part ways mutually. I. That, I don't think it'll be like a firing. That doesn't relate. Or anytime that gets out to the media, that means there's about to be a parting of ways. Right. Kentucky had uh, uh, this week had a. Uh, a job posting posted for an assistant coach, and I think it was before the game, the South Carolina game this week, right after the game. Eddie Graham's gone as the OC. The quarterback coach right. is gone. Like, that stuff doesn't get out unless you're really trying to discuss it. Right. Like, okay. Uh, James Harden comes out and says he would be open to a trade to uh, the 76ers. He's uh, really wanting out of the Houston. Um, and I can't say I blame him, but I'd like to see him with uh, Wall. Even though Wall's trying to be an alpha dog too, I know I think Wall could play better with Harden because Harden is an alpha dog. I told you, did we discuss that trade on this show? I think we did with Westbrook. And, yeah, and about them kind of being the same right. player. Right. But I think. Westbrook's probably a little bit more consistent of a shooter, but I think Wall gets him. As and far Westbrook's as... more uh, set in his ways, probably with him, you know, having being longer tenured. I think with Wall, where he's a little bit younger, he might, you know, follow the lead of Harden a little bit more. Well, I think Wall's uh, a little more of a facilitator, a little better of a facilitator, anyways, than what Westbrook right. is. But I don't know the trade to the Seventy Sixers. If it goes down, that concerns me too. Okay. You can't, with Harden, you can't put him with another ball-dominant person. And Ben Simmons needs the ball in his hands to be dominant. Like, I don't understand what Harden or anybody else is not understanding with that. You can't pair him with another ball-dominant guy. Right, right. Uh, I, I totally agree with that, uh, you know, I'd like because to you see don't Harden. have to. You don't have to guard Simmons when Simmons is on, doesn't have the ball. Right, right. He, you, he you doesn't really scare don't. you. He's not a shooter. He can't hit the broad side of a barn. If you had Harden on that team, and I mean, I don't know who they would give up. I mean, I like Simmons, but I mean, yeah, unless Simmons is in the deal, like I don't understand why Philadelphia even looks at making that move. But I would rather keep Simmons along with Harden, I think. But I wouldn't I don't know. I, I mean, wouldn't rely on him to be a you know, a primary scorer. I, I think Philadelphia needs to make a move. 
do you think what about Joel Embiid? Do you think they need to move move him or No, I'd say Embiid would be the one I would keep. If you're I think they need to make a move, shake it up. Yeah, but the, And Harden gives you the same ball handling and facilitating ability, but Simmons is younger in the same aspect. But you're trying to win now. Right. You gotta and, try to win now. Hard I think Harden gives you a better chance to win now than what Simmons does because of Harden's ability to shoot the ball. So you would pair if I was Houston, I would be wanting Embiid uh, in in the deal. I'd if I'm say, Houston, yeah, I want Embiid. I'd say I'd say no deal without Embiid. Uh, if I'm Houston, I want Embiid. But if I'm Philadelphia, I would rather move Simmons. I know they also got uh, Harris down there as well. Harris would be a player. I I would take. You know, I'd be interested. In Harris. I'd be in Harris and Simmons together. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want. Uh, I would have to have both of them. In, in order to give up Harden. Harden's in an elite score. If I'm Houston, though, I don't want... But you don't want all that contract either. If I'm Houston, I don't want Simmons because then you're pairing Wall and Simmons and you've got two ball-dominant guys. I think in, in basketball, you want one ball-dominant player. Okay. I, I think it works better when you have one guy that is well, ball-dominant. We've seen it work with uh, LeBron and Kyrie for a little bit. I know Kyrie, you know, had to take a back seat yeah, a little bit. Kyrie but... was submissive, and Kyrie's but uh, Kyrie's just as good off the ball. Right, he is good off. Like the he ball. can, he he's really is. just as good of a catch and shooter as anybody. So, and he can shoot off the dribble. So when LeBron needs a break, you can run Kyrie right. at the right. point. Like that's why that worked. Okay, but these guys that aren't very consistent shooters that still need the ball in their hand. It's not going to work. <coughs> All right. Uh, let's get into uh, the Heisman candidates right now. I I looked online. I went to ESPN. And I went to CBS to, just to see how they're ranking the Heisman candidates. I just kind of want to pick your brain a little bit and see what you think uh, about the way everybody's been ranking them. Uh Right now, it's uh, number one is uh, Matt Jones for Alabama. Okay. Of course, Alabama's undefeated. I think a lot of that has to do with uh, the stellar talent that he's around, has around him. Um, actually, the two of these guys, two more, three Alabama players total are on this list. What's his um, What's his stat line? His stat line is uh, right now three thousand yards. 3,113 yards, 27 touchdowns, three INTs. Okay. Um, n- number two is Kyle Trask. Uh, his stat line, I mean, it's it, it's actually pretty darn good. It's uh, 3,243 yards uh, with 38 touchdowns and three touch or interceptions. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. He's played phenomenal all year. Right. Um, I would probably – Maybe even move him up. Uh, uh, the number three, you got Trevor Lawrence, who's passed for 2,431 yards, 20 touchdowns, three interceptions, but he's also had six uh, rushing touchdowns. When he's missed what? Two uh, games? He missed two games. Uh, and then you got uh, Justin Fields, who has, uh, which I think, I don't think he's going to be in it, uh, which is uh, 13 touchdowns. 1,407 yards passing with three interceptions, which that was in one game, and he had five rushing touchdowns. He's only played 
five games. In five games, right. Uh, and then number five, they got uh, Devontae uh, Smith, wide receiver for Alabama, uh, 80 receptions, 1,305 yards, and 15 touchdowns. That's phenomenal. That's very well for nine games. Yeah, that's um, phenomenal. And then uh, Najee Harris, the running back yeah. for uh, Alabama, has uh, 1,038 yards rushing with 20 touchdowns. Um, I know there's only been uh, three running backs since 2000 to win the Heisman. Uh, Bush, Mark Ingram, and Derrick Henry. Yeah. Well, you think about that. The last two running backs to win the Heisman came Alabama products. Uh, so, what do you think about those rankings? I mean, uh, would you change any of them? Well, do you, you, would you add somebody or take somebody out or anything like that? All right. Well, let's talk about it for a minute. All right. Okay. So, the Heisman Trophy is the most prestigious award in college football. Right. It's probably more prestigious even than player of the year in college basketball. I I would agree. Um so that being said, and the way this year has been weird, it's been super weird with the pandemic and teams not starting at the same time, teams not being allowed the same amount of games, I guess. Right. Is what you would say. Right. Um, I think it's obvious to me that Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields are the two best players in college football. Oh, I I 100% agree. I, I think they are, too. I think they're the two best quarterbacks. I think in the draft, they'll probably go one and two. Guarantee it. Um. I believe, as prestigious of a award as this is, it would be a shame for one of them two to not win it. Kyle Trask is phenomenal. He definitely needs to be invited to the ceremony. Okay. I think, and this is the only year that you will ever hear me say this, and I hate that it's the first year we've done this show, but there needs to be something that is taken into account the fact that Fields has not played but five games. But how would you do that? I mean, can you, you go? Go. You, on, you can't really go on projections. That's, that's yeah. That you wouldn't can't. be. You, you can't. You can't. That's not that fair to Trask. That's not fair to Jones. Look, yeah, or Lawrence, or 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 any of the other candidates. No, it's not fair to any of them. I, maybe if I don't know, I'd have to break down the numbers. If you go per game basis. Maybe I don't know what the committee's thinking. I mean, I don't either. I, if you throw in the eyeball test to it. But you got all the high former Heisman winners being part of the vote that have that vote. So right. I I don't know. I mean, you, you know, some of it might be uh, like former Ohio State guys, uh, you know, showing love to their alum and voting for Fields regardless, of which I could see that happen. And, and, and there's a lot of uh, Ohio State Heisman Trophy winners right. in, that, in that thing. Uh, so... I don't know if I had. I, I'm trying to be uh, non-biased, and uh, I am too. I'm trying uh, not to be SEC biased in this, uh, but it's just to me. I love Justin Field. I think I think what he's done for Ohio State. I mean, we pretty much we reloaded after uh, the whole uh, JT Bear. I mean, we. I was kind of worried about you know how our 
our situation right. going to be at quarterback and it's starting to turn into quarterback you really yeah they're they're having some phenomenal talent come out of there it just to me it these are going to be the last it's going to be the last chance that either one of these two get. right they're gone after this year there's no way in hell they come back next year. I see where you're coming from. Uh, Matt Jones think, and Kyle Trask, I think I don't think they'll be back. At probably either. not. Uh, and I hate that for them, too, as well. But it would be a shame to see neither one of these guys win a Heisman. I, I agree with you. I, I'd love to see Fields. I'd love to see another Heisman Trophy winner for Ohio State. I, I would say right now, though. Lawrence would probably be ahead of Fields. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but to be honest with you, I would say right now though it's Kyle Trask for me. I if you're looking at Kyle it as Trask. the as the classic, it no different this season than any other season. I'd say Kyle. But Trask I would probably, I would probably uh, move up uh, Devontae Smith and Najee Harris uh, up there a little bit. Closer. I think both those two are. I know they probably. Candidates. I know they probably won't be in the top three or four, but maybe one of them might. If the way you know, if the way uh, uh, Smith keeps on going, he they got uh, what two more games left to play? I think. Yeah, uh, I believe. I think they have one more regular season and right. a conference championship. Uh, so yeah, they could do their conference championship. So he could end up, you know, Harris could end up with you know twenty five more touch, twenty five touchdowns. Smith could have, you know, over fifteen, sixteen hundred yards and a hundred receptions. That's yeah. that's crazy for. Yeah, it's uh, insane. Uh, especially for college, for as much running that they do. Yeah, it's insane. All right. Uh, but, yeah, I would say Kyle Trask would be, if if you're looking at it as nothing different from any other season, Kyle Trask would be my winner okay. right now. All right. I agree with that. Trask's numbers is, is there. And Max are incredible, too. I'll give him that. Right. Jones, I'd say his are just as phenomenal. Uh, just, you know, Kyle just I know Trask has it. a little bit. You know, he has 11 more touchdowns, uh, and he really don't have that much more yardage. So I, I think you, you got to take into account that, you know, there, there's 20 touchdowns. How many touchdowns were by Trask with short yardage touchdowns? Right. And you got in short yardage, Alabama's going to give it to Najee Harris. Right. And the rest is history. Why do you think he has 20 touchdowns? Right. And I'd say you're basically, you look at the Heisman as the MVP of their team. Right. What's Florida without Kyle Trask? Right. I agree. As opposed to what's Alabama without, without Matt Jones. Jones. They could plug in somebody else and, and they would still be great. You, yeah, it's a fun – like it might yeah. not be those numbers. But, but they would be still good numbers. Be pretty good. Yeah. You and I could probably win games in the, in, in, uh, the SEC with that with team. That, yeah, with that team. Right. I at least throw 15 touchdowns. All right. Let's get on with a little bit of news here. I want to pick your head a little bit uh the Eagles are uh, – I don't have a whole lot of NFL news. That's actually the only little tidbit I got. The Eagles are uh, going to start Jalen Hurts next week. Uh, do you think that's the right move? Hell, why not, I guess. Do, I you, mean, do you think they should start him for the rest of the season, or do you think – If you're going to pull Wentz now, you might as well. Well, what if it's just something like, you know, that them saying, you know, Wentz, you know, Carson – Go take a week off or take a couple weeks off. Well, I'll Re- go Reset. Re- do a life reset, pretty much. That that boy has lost his confidence. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The talent is there. He, he's he got all the physical tools. Absolutely. I told you just a couple weeks ago, I thought 
Carson Wentz was a good quarterback. I thought Doug Peters was a damn good, good coach. coach. I think he is too. Uh, but if if you're gonna pull him, and I mean we don't have any inside information on what they've told him right, or whatnot. Right. But if I you're gonna know. pull him, just to pull, if you're gonna pull him, just to be pulling him, you kind of got to ride Hurts. Well, if if Hurts gives you a little bit of spark, but you know something. You know Wentz is going to be the starter next season, game uh, week one. You know he will be. You're I not going to pay. You're not going to. There's no unless way. Unless you're moving. They're they're not going to move him. They're they're stuck with him. They got to pay him a hundred. He's a hundred and twenty million dollar man. He's they got a hundred twenty million guarantee. They're tied to him at least for the next two years. You can't trade him. They, not with that kind of cap. Not with that kind of money. They still got to pay him that that money. They're pretty much. I'm curious to see talking about cap. I'm curious to see. What with the cap projected to go down next year, right? Are we gonna restructure some of these or gotta do the old baseball? I think you're gonna see some teams scramble. I think you're gonna see some some teams that aren't prepared for this. I think you're gonna see them scramble. I I really do. I think uh, like your teams, well, like Dallas, who a lot of times they're in salary cap Mm -hmm. uh, purgatory. you know, a lot of your teams that do a lot of your big spending like that. Uh, I don't know how you pay Dak with the cap going down. Right. There, there's no way they could pay him like that. You know, Mm-mm. even a franchise tag they ain't cost no them. There ain't no yeah. way. Uh, so, that's but I'll much... give you some a little bit of tidbit okay. information. Uh, that money league that I'm always talking about. It's guys. Uh-huh. All, it's guys all over the country that we play with. And right. One of them, I believe, is based in. Um, Pennsylvania. Okay. And uh, we kind of sent in the group chat that we have, we kind of tagged him in it and was like, hey, what's the uh, what's the uh, re- local radio stations? What's the Wentz conversation look like? And you'll never believe what he told me. What? Silent as a mouse. Really? Really? That's what I was told from somebody that's in Pennsylvania. Wow, that's crazy. Silent as that a mouse. That's crazy. Uh, wow. So yeah, so, that kind of blew my mind a little bit. So they're they're not even they're not really even uh, they're not even discussing it. Discussing it. Wow. I'm 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 surprised. I think uh, the fan base in Philadelphia has given up on wins. On wins. I think they're ready to move. I think they are, but you know, do like I think I it's said, right? Probably not. But I don't. But I just I think they're they hitched their wagon to him. I think uh-huh. if anything, Doug Peterson's going to be gone before Wentz. I do too, but I I don't I don't really know. I mean, if you can move him, right? Do you? I I if you can uh, for the right price. But I mean, what if his confidence comes back? What if you trade him and he comes back and you're going to kick yourself in the ass for right, the next ten you know, years? Because before Patrick Mahomes, Carson Wentz was Patrick Mahomes pretty mm-hmm. much. You know, he, he was, was the next, next big thing. thing, right? And and you know, he almost won the MVP. Had he not got hurt that year, he probably would have won it. Uh, it was just a few years removed from him being right. You know, a top five quarterback, right? So uh, I don't know. I I'd love to see him resurrect his career because I was a fan of him when he came out. Um, I wanted the Browns to get him. I hated that the Browns didn't get him. I still hate it, right? Uh, but. Yeah, I'd like to see him resurrect his career. Speaking of the Browns. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that. Okay. We'll get into that. I'm All pretty right. stoked about that. We'll talk about that soon. All right. Let's, 
Let's get into our list it real quick, okay? Okay. I I know I uh, left you unprepared, but uh, <coughs> we're going to be listing our uh, top four, and you can do an honorable mention if you got a fifth one. I do. Uh, our since it's December and getting closer to Christmas, we're going to do our top four uh, Christmas movies of all time. Favorite okay. Christmas movies. Okay. Um. So, you want to give me your number four? Uh, or do you have an honorable mention or anything? My number four, I'm flying from the hip on this one. So, okay. my number four would be... Can I count Lethal Weapon? Well, yeah. That's a Christmas movie. Ah! Ah, just check it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my number four would be Lethal Weapon. I okay. love those movies. I, yeah. And those are like... I was probably early teens, maybe. All right. When those movies, or when I when I first saw those movies, I loved those. Oh, really. yeah. It's being crazy and suffering from PTSD. I didn't understand when I first seen it, the PTSD. Right. But uh, that's where I'd go with it. Okay. That'd be my number four. All right. Uh, my number, well, yeah, my number four, I love a good, a good comedy. I love Will Fer- Will Farrow, uh, the Elf. The Elf. I love the Elf. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Uh, Will you know, Farrell's really hit and miss for me. There's some movies I did I didn't like. I didn't like uh, uh, Daddy's Home. Either one of them. I didn't care for that. What is that movie where he does the semi-pro basketball? Oh team? yeah, I I forget the name of it, but I. I I know what you're that one and the skating movie he does with John John Hader. Yeah, so I, I care for that. I wasn't big on those two. Like movies. Get Hard, like I love that movie. Oh yeah, that's Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, that's that hilarious. Um, Talladega Nights. Love that movie. Shake and Bake, baby. Yeah. Shake and Bake. Love. If you ain't movie. first, you're last. That's right. Or uh, Step Brothers, love that movie. Yeah, I like love, Step Brothers. You know, so did like we it. just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> love that. All right, uh, so. Uh, Give me your number three. Uh, damn. I don't do a whole lot of Christmas movies. Let's do... I know what one and two are. Okay. So let's say number three would be... What is that movie? Let's do Home Alone. Okay, all right. Uh, so. I'm kind of a Grinch for the listeners. Okay, I, I don't really like the classic Christmas stuff. Like, I put up my tree and it's Harry Potter themed. Like, it's not like your classic Christmas tree. I've seen your tree. It's actually pretty cool, pretty innovative, yeah, actually. And I don't, I don't do Christmas lights. I uh, hate Christmas lights. Well, you see how ours is. Yeah, uh, I mean, if it was up to me, I probably wouldn't. But yeah. you know, the wife and daughter, they yeah, absolutely, they me into. I it. take my daughter to see them just because I don't want to ruin it. Take for, it. Yeah, I don't want right. to take that away from her. I the older I've gotten, I'm I wasn't a big fan of Christmas, but since I've had a kid and stuff, and I get to see them, their eyes light up for yeah. Christmas. I I love that part. I get more it. enjoyment out of that than I right. ever did as a kid. Right. Right. Even as a kid, like I was like 
can we get this over with? And right. I get my gifts. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. Did I get the new PlayStation game? I like, I just like I, I'm kind of a Grinch. So. Well, speak, speaking of Grinch, that that that's my number three. How the Grinch stole Christmas. Um, the live action one with Jim Carrey. Any of them, I like them mm, all. Okay. I like all uh, the original. I I like them all, but uh, the original I would say would be my number one. But yeah. The live action one with Jim Carrey was pretty cool too. Yeah. Uh, this other, this new one was actually really good as well. Uh, so, what's your number two? Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. I thought that was your number four. No, that was Die Hard. Yeah. I'm sorry, Die Hard. Wait. Did I? Say- yeah, yeah. Die Hard was die, four. Die Hard. Two is Lethal. Lethal Weapon. weapon. Uh, that's right. Lethal Weapon's definitely. I can't remember if Die Hard was, but de- definitely Lethal Weapon was. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker! Uh, <laughs> I love that movie. It, it it is a good one, but it didn't make my top four. Um, my number two was what's your number three was Home Alone. Um, yeah, I like Home Alone a lot. I like that one. Uh, it's probably if I'm gonna watch a movie kind of based around Christmas time, it's like, a classic mm, Christmas like one, it. and it's good comedy. It, it's, it's something you could watch with. Pretty much the whole family get yeah. a laugh out of. Uh, Joe Pesci plays in it. He's he's funny as shit. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, what's your number one then? Jim Carrey. How Jim, the Grinch stole Christmas. How the Grinch stole Christmas. Number one. I absolutely that whole five o'clock, <laughs> six o'clock, seven o'clock, Jezzercise. eight I o'clock. Like- Baby. Yeah, I like that movie. It it was pretty cool when it came out. Uh, my number one, and you might be a little too young for this. I don't even know if you've ever seen it. I'm sure you've heard of it. Is a Christmas Story. I've heard of it. I've never sat down and watched uh, it. You got to sit down. It's an older movie. It's it based back in the '80s. Uh, you just got to watch it, and I swear you'll you'll laugh your ass off the first time. <laughs> now I watch it every year for Christmas. I I've seen it. I don't know. I've seen it a lot. TNT used to run it like twenty four seven. I will like watch How the Grinch Stole Christmas at some point this month. Like, right. I will. I will sit down and watch it just because Jim Carrey's a comedic freaking genius. Right. But. He is. All right. Well, that was the list at segment. So uh, uh, let's get on to uh, the next segment. Let's get on to uh, one for the money. And this is where I judge you. Uh, this is where you judge me. All right. I got my one for the money. Um, I'm taking the Jacksonville plus the seven and a half points. They're playing against, the Jets? Against Tennessee. That They're getting seven and a half oh, points. Oh, okay. So Tennessee is favored by seven and a half Right. Tennessee's been, the over-under is 53. I'm taking the under on that. Um. I think Jacksonville they they're playing hard. They do got a little bit of talent. They're they're lacking on offense, but they keep in there. Like you know, if you let them, they'll, yeah. they'll stay right there with you. They they've done that like their last few games. Tennessee's coming off of, of a big loss to Cleveland, so they might be a little upset. But I think Jacksonville's going to play them hard. It's at Jacksonville. Uh, which I know during the pandemic that don't really mean a, a whole right. lot right now, but yeah, it's uh, uh, Jacksonville plus the seven points. I like them to cover. Okay, yeah, or I, I like them. To, 
I don't hate it because I like some of the pieces that Jacksonville has with James Robertson. We mentioned him earlier. I don't hate Minshew. I don't think Minshew's a franchise quarterback. No, I don't either. I don't hate him, especially as a fill-in. I don't – you know, I like Josh Allen on the defensive side of the ball. yeah. Josh Allen I think is Jackson, very good. Jacksonville has some pieces, and I'm not completely sold on Tennessee. Um, I think Tennessee is reliant on Derrick Henry without oh, Henry yeah. getting going and moving. I think you've seen that in Cleveland. If you, if you stop Henry and you make, <coughs> uh, make Tannehill, beat, Tannehill you. beat you, I'm not to say Tannehill can't beat you, but if, right. if you play your cards right, you can beat them. You can actually manhandle them. Yeah, I mean, much. I like A.J. AJ Brown, receiver. Yeah, AJ Brown yeah. from uh, Ole Miss. DK Metcalf. No, DK's from Ole Miss. So is AJ Brown. Okay, Both yeah. of them are. They were teammates. Okay, yeah, I like it. I like AJ Brown. I like Derrick Henry. I think Tennessee has pieces, but I'm not sold on Ryan Tannehill, which means I'm not sold on Tennessee. Right, and they gave a contract to Tannehill. Yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen him like. Just franchise him. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a huge contract, but it's still like twenty five, twenty six yeah, million dollars, something like that. Uh, all right, so uh, let's go on to our uh, next segment. It's it's pretty much the it's it's games of the week, but we're changing the name of it since uh, we're doing one for the money first. This is going to be two for the show since it's two games we give out. So uh, let's do two for the show. All right, so uh, he's having fun with his. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's now. fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's recap uh, last week. Do you remember who you had last week? Uh, no. I I had Cleveland. I drank a Tennessee. lot of liquor between here and there. Yeah, we we were drinking a lot that week too. Um, by the way, if you're listening, uh, we do want to apologize for uh the <laughs> shitty episode we gave you guys last week. Uh. Well, you forgot to turn on the mics. I assure you, the mics are on this week. So, we'll recap real quick. This is the big game that I picked, and it was such a wonderful game. <laughs> I, I I, really, I was excited to see this game. Wait, didn't we pick the same game? We did pick the same game. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, we can count that. You said another game, too, but yeah, I, said, I can't remember. Yeah, I, I listened said there to was it back. One but, I liked, but... Uh, but, yeah, uh so the Browns won forty-one to thirty-five, but the score don't tell the story. No. Uh, the Browns manhandled, and I mean manhandled Tennessee. They, they, they cut, they dialed up their offense, and they were phenomenal. Baker Mayfield was phenomenal. Kevin Stefanski caught a wonderful game. Yep. Uh, the defense played well. We stopped Derrick Henry. He only had 60 yards rushing, which 60 yards for Derrick Henry, you're That's doing something, I think. That's a win for – and it was a win. And we were up 38-14 to 14 or 38-7 to 7 at one point. And yeah, you mentioned the score doesn't tell the story. No, I mean, we absolutely – you know, Tennessee, I, I as a Cleveland fan, I got a little nervous in the fourth quarter when Tennessee was coming yeah. back uh, because I – I've been there before when we blew shit like that before. Yeah, you're programmed. So I'm programmed to think, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, But 
I was so happy to see his pulled out. Um, Miles Garrett was back. He did great. Nick Chubb. I mean, it was a team win, but Baker Mayfield, he had four touchdown passes in the first half. Couldn't have done better. I mean, right. this was probably his his best game, even better than the five you know five TD game that he had. This was a phenomenal game. I I was all, I've been all over him all season, and I was wrong. Yeah, he, this this was a fantastic game. game. Um, my question was kind of to piggyback off of illegal ham to the face because I listened to it this morning. Okay, and it was a lot of. Do you sign Baker? I want to. You definitely pick I, up the fifth year option, in my opinion. I Big Briar no. said he's still out. I'm on, still, I'm still uh, out. I'm with Big Briar right now. Oh, I, I'm I with, want, I'm with Fatty. Y'all are fucking crazy. I want to. You got to pick it up at this point. No, you don't have to, because you can franchise him. I want to see him. No, do you it. got to pick up the fifth year option. No, you don't. You can still. No, you won't. You're gonna pay him thirty million dollars on that on the fifth year option. I'd pick it up. I would. I just. And then you save your franchise tags on him. You well, can only do that twice. You can do that twice, but you can work out a contract. I want to see him next year under the same offense. I want to see. Let's see him get through the rest of the season. See how he does with Baltimore and the Steelers first before we even start talking about that. But. I I would like to see him play another season before you give him more money. Cause well, Fatty, I'm with you because these two, if they, I'm going to start doing a show with Fatty. But listen, hell you, you, you got to think about this. You, you're in the same situation. You don't want to pay Dak Prescott. because and Oh, no, but I ain't got a fifth-year option to pick up for Dak Prescott. Right, but you, that would still be like, okay, after that fifth year, though, I mean – the same thing. He's st- you still got him for one more season, for four years. Regardless, next not, season he'll be back. Yeah, I'm not sold on working out a deal and paying him big money right now. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't even want to discuss a contract extension with him yet. I would like to see because usually in the summer of year three, or year, yeah, in the summer of year three, they usually start talking about contract right. extensions, um, and. I don't want to even talk about that right now with Baker because he just – I want to see more from him. I want to see him be be consistent week to week. I'm cheering to be in the top two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want okay. larger fields. Well, that would be nice. I mean, hell, even Trey Lance or uh, Zach Wilson would be uh, um, a nice little uh, prize. I think you guys need to fix that offensive line. With, yeah. Uh, all right. So let's do. let's uh, get on with our picks for uh, week fourteen of the uh, games. Uh, what game you got? Did I not tell you what game I had? I thought you said you wanted uh, uh, the Steelers at Buffalo. That is. That's okay. it. Okay. Okay. I couldn't remember. Okay. What's your uh, Take on that game. Uh, I mean, Pittsburgh's coming off a loss. Buffalo and Josh Allen are hotter than a two-dollar pistol again. Yeah, they uh, are. Josh Allen played phenomenal uh, Monday, Monday night? night. Yeah, Monday night against yeah. Arizona. He played phenomenal in that and, game. And Arizona, I've been down on their defense, but 
they've actually had a pretty good defense this year. Yeah, uh, Buda Baker's played very well. Yes, he has. He could be mentioning defensive player yeah, of the year, really. I would not have a problem with it. Uh, uh, but, yeah, and then you got Pittsburgh coming off the loss. Pittsburgh kind of – Pittsburgh's kind of had a, a rough go. Uh, they've with had the, some injuries with the scheduling and the scheduling as well. You got to think they just played switched. last Wednesday right. and they had to play on Monday. Um, it wasn't very much of a turn, you know, a very big turnaround no. for them. No, by uh, no means. But so, I think they still have one of the best defenses in the league. You oh, want to yeah. see Josh Allen? You want to see Roethlisberger and and. I want to see T.J. Watt on defense. Yeah, yeah uh, I definitely want to see T.J. They, Watt. They did lose Bud, Bud Dupree for the season. Uh, yeah, and that kind of sucks. He tore his ACL, so he's out for the year. So, so it's uh, two out of that linebacker core that yeah, they lost this yeah, year. Yeah, along with Devin Bush. Uh, plus, I think they actually lost another one. I don't think – I can't remember the name, but he wasn't a starter, but he was a rotation linebacker. Right. Uh, all right, so my game of the week here is uh, Baltimore at Cleveland. I want to see what Cleveland can do after this big win. I I hope it's not a uh, hope they ain't kind of riding the high. I hope they're not. Yeah, and have a little hangover and uh, lose it's at Cleveland. It's, like I said, which again, you know, home field advantage don't really come into play. Boy, but, wouldn't that be something if fans were oh allowed this year? Monday Night Football, Cleveland's a nine, nine and three. Team. Oh my gosh! I mean, I'm. I'm so happy Cleveland's in this. Be and something, I, though, if the fans were allowed in. Oh, yeah. I, if we were allowed in, I would I would try like hell to go to a, a game, maybe even the Monday night game. I mean, uh, it would be phenomenal to do Monday night it, prime To be in the time, dog pound. Like, in the dog pound with that your nine awesome. wins. Like that, oh, it'd be awesome to shine that light on oh, Cleveland. Like, Cleveland's been downtrodden for so long, and – their fans deserve this. We deserve yeah, a winner. You do. And I think Cleveland's a, a talented, talented enough and a good enough team, and their scheme is good enough if their defense can, you know, keep playing that bend and don't break defense. Right. Uh, they could win a game or two in a playoff. Yeah, I think they could. I know Fatty predicted them to make the Super Bowl, and you know what? I'm, I'm not going to say we're going to make the Super Bowl, but – I wouldn't be confident going against anybody that they would lose. Right. I mean, like in a if they go on... in a, against the Chiefs or something like that, uh, then, yeah, I probably would definitely take the Chiefs 99 out of 100 times. But yeah, still but I wouldn't be confident because they're still that team that can hand the ball to Chubb and, and keep and the ball hunt. away. Right. And... Yeah, the, the the best medicine to go against the Chiefs is keep the ball out of right. you know, Mahomes' hands. Right, and Cleveland's got the capabilities to do they it. They really so. do. They sure do. Um, I would, I'd love to see Cleveland make some noise in the playoffs. I'm, I'm so happy that uh, – I just really wish that fans were allowed in yeah. the stands. And oh, that'd be, be awesome. I'd love to just watch it, it on TV. And it'd be so rowdy. Uh, all right, so uh, let's get into our uh, – our fantasy picks of the week. We'll do our recap real quick. Um, uh, I didn't write down the points, but I'm pretty much pretty close on the points. I know you had David Carr and David Montgomery. Yeah. Um, Carr. And Derek Carr. Here, yeah. I'm sorry. I said David Carr. Derek <laughs> Carr. Uh, Derek Carr. He actually had a really good game. Um, 
he had that last touchdown pass, which really helped to score out. He had 30 points for the week. He had th- I can't remember the exact the decimal points, well, but it, it was it 30, depends 30 plus. on what kind of league you're playing right. anyway. So. Um, David Montgomery had a uh, fantastic game. He had, had over, two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, uh, and he had, uh, I think, like 60-some 60 some yards rushing, and he had a couple of receptions. He's he's starting to come on strong. I was right. down on him. Yeah, um, I was too, but I, I don't he, know. I kind of had a feeling this week, so he picked. Yeah, and you started him, didn't? You? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he they, he had like what twenty four points, I think twenty six. That nature. Uh, but uh, so we were riding that high on our picks until uh we got which I don't know if you've seen the hit. I picked Jakeem Grant. And Ito Smith. Ito had, uh, I think it was six points. That, yeah, but when we released this, Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley wasn't supposed wasn't, to play. Right, right. Um, Jakeem Grant, I think he would have still had a good game. He had four points. He got knocked out. I, I don't know if you've seen that hit that caused the brawl. He got freaking meleeed um, by the Cincinnati defender. I mean, absolutely bushwhacked. Yeah, I've seen- never I've he he took of, off his feet. I mean, he was crazy hit. Yeah, I, I've seen most of the brawl, but right. I haven't actually seen the hit. That he got hammered, um, and he was knocked out of the game. So, I mean, you know, wash so, it out. Like that's what I've that's what I've always said when you're trying to pick this stuff. And that's what happens. I mean, somebody gets hurt. Like just you just kind of got to wash it. You just go on to the next ones. Uh, so. Uh, this week's week fourteen uh, for quarterback, I picked uh, Daniel Jones versus Arizona. The Giants don't have a whole lot of weapons. Arizona's still a, a leaky defense, though. They've been playing really well, though, offensively and defensively. Um, with the, I'm talking about the Giants. Um, I think they'll. Uh, I think it could be a shootout. I think they're going to have to play catch up, and there'll there'll probably be a lot of garbage time. That's I'm picking you, Arizona to win this game. Uh, that's where you want your quarterback. But I think Jones, yeah, he's going to be playing from behind, so I think it'll be a a, a good matchup this week. You either him. want him to be the one to put you ahead, or you want uh, him playing from behind to kind of get garbage time. Right. Uh, and then uh, my wide receiver, I picked uh, Russell Gage at. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers uh, defense has been really weak. Chargers just suck on outright. They got a great right. quarterback uh, who I think is going to break I Baker Mayfield's. Uh, yeah, they got a very bright future. Uh, do you think if they had a different coach, they would be a playoff team? I can't believe Anthony Lynn still has a job. I think Anthony Lynn has the capabilities of being a good coach. But I think he's a good position coach. Yeah, I just this think point, he's not a yeah, I don't, head coach. Yeah. Yeah, I hear a I lot of good things that. about him, like that he'd be like one of the type of guys you want to go out and have a beer with. And the players, I've I've always heard the players respect him. Right. I've always heard he's not necessarily a players coach, like that. He holds them accountable. Yeah. But he's 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 just he's just not a very good, I guess, call it X and O's coach. He just he's not very good at game, you know, game planning, managing time, and um, setting up a game plan um, and in game decisions. I'm not. I've noticed he's uh, made some very questionable calls, some questionable timeouts, things like that nature. Yeah, I just so, can't believe. I, 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 it baffles me every week that goes by that Anthony Lynn has not been fired. I think uh, 
the Chargers need to, you know, try to open up the pocketbook a little bit. They're in LA, so they got the money. Well, you're um, gonna take, you're gonna take, and sign a a good, like a, a a top name coach. You're gonna take names off the table the longer you wait, right? Because there's I jobs agree. open. There's already jobs open, right? Uh, all right. So your uh, picks is uh, Melvin Gordon at Carolina. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, I like it. Uh, Carolina's. They're not bottom tier, but I think they're 18th or 19th. Yeah, it's running um, back, something to that nature. Denver can't pass the ball. Yeah, Denver for, can't move for shit right now. Uh, Drew Locke's even been sucking. I was wrong on him. I thought he was going to have a, a good I, season. I was pretty high on Drew Locke coming into the year too. Matter of fact, I think we made a trade for him. I dropped him after he got hurt, but uh, I think we traded uh, for Locke. And then you uh, got sent. Uh, C.D. Lamb at uh, Cincinnati. That's my wild card, yeah. That's your uh, wild card CD, this week. I was telling you earlier, I would kind of stay away from Dallas except for C.D. and Cooper because it seems like receivers can be in a bad offense and, and still, still be still productive produce. in fantasy. Right. What you don't want in a bad offense is a running back with a bad offensive line. Right. That's what we've seen that. And year two with Todd Gurley, right? He was getting the ball a ton, but he was only averaging like three yeah. yards a carry. And you don't want that. Dallas is playing from behind. You don't want that in your running right. back. Your quarterback play, you can't have a team that is struggling to move the ball and be starting a quarterback. Right. I think uh, if it wasn't for uh, the offensive line, though, I think your boys, Dallas, I think they would be uh, I think they'd be productive. Productive team. It's... Would they be? Would they be a uh, top tier team with just the offense? I think they got to fix their defense as well. But I do too. But I think there's but I pieces think there, line. and I think a big problem with the defense is the fact that it, with, with the offensive line, you could keep your defense off the field right, a little bit, right. a little fresher. That, that helps out. That helps out tremendously, and they'd have a little more confidence in not playing as stiff because they know that the offense can kind of right. back them up and they can afford to make a mistake. Yeah. Right. right now, this defense can't afford to make a mistake. The safety play and the secondary play for Dallas has been putrid. Like, it's been awful. Like, I think there was a, a penalty last night where the ball's probably five or six yards over the, everybody's head and the safety fucking tackles the receiver before the ball gets there. It's okay. like, what the hell are you doing? Right. Like, kind of situation. And I think the announcer was even like, that's really bad safety play. And you don't <laughs> ever hear no, not announcers really. do that. Like, no. like it's 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 bad. It's really bad in Dallas. And I'm gonna keep drinking. Okay, everybody. Uh that's the end of the show here. Uh we're uh, gonna get our glasses raised up. You got anybody you wanna toast this week? Any special toast that you got? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, all, the listeners, obviously, we do that. Yeah, we always want to toast the listeners. Thank you guys for listening. Keep listening. Uh, we want to. We always want to thank our military, medical staff, first responders, definitely. So we want to raise our glasses to them as well. Uh, is there anybody else on top of that? I don't think so. I want to raise my glass one more time, though, for uh, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, we're sitting at 9-3 and three right now. 
We are playoff bound, baby. Uh, so keep up the good work, guys. Uh, let's uh, let's try to bring home a championship. Shit, might as well say you you go get in the dance. You might as well might, try to win the damn well, thing. Might as well win the damn thing. So let's get our glasses up here and uh, let's uh, toast. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Has anybody told you you're beautiful today? Because you might be the best damn thing I've seen all day. And we are out.